This is the Sticks and Stacks podcast with Sean Drotar and Jen Piacenti. Welcome to Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network, your spot for the best baseball and hockey. DFS betting action, of course, hockey is a while away, so we stick to baseball like we have all summer, and that means we are lucky enough to have our baseball expert, Jennifer Piacenti, with us. You can follow her on Twitter at Jen Piacenti, that's P-I-A-C-E-N-T-I. How you doing, Jen? Labor Day weekend coming up. Uh, yeah, and I'm really looking forward to maybe a couple days of rest, but then again, sports never stops, Sean, and actually, I'm pretty grateful for that. Yeah, nobody feels all that bad for us either. When you sports, so you know what are you gonna do? The uh, we'll start off with the with looking at three matchups today. We'll start off with the uh, the power laden Yankees against the Baltimore Orioles. They're hosting the Orioles. This seems like an easy game for the Yankees. So easy that how are we gonna find a way to turn it into plus money? Yeah, it's it's going to be a little bit tricky, right? You look at this and you're like, oh, it's so obvious that the Yankees are going to be on top here. You know, they are a 579 team versus Baltimore's. That's a 311 team. Uh, so the Yanks to win is minus 225. But let's, let's kind of break this game down a little bit. And that's how we figure out, uh, you know, smart ways to bet, you know, smart as we can. Um, the Baltimore bullpen has an ERA of seven and a half since the 1st of August. So I'm already looking at this. That's that's (laughs) pretty bad. And their ace, John Means, who earlier in the season, you know, threw a no-hitter close to a perfect game, he now has an ERA of over five since returning from the IL. So he's not the John Means he was earlier in the season. So already I'm looking at this. I'm like, yeah, this is a Yankees game. On the other side, we've got Nestor Cortez, who has an ERA of 2.77. But he did give up three earned runs in his last outing and – He's given up one or more home run in each of his last five starts. So when I look at this run total, I think I probably like the over. However, the easiest way to turn this into plus money, in my opinion, is I'm going to make a parlay for the Yankees to win and for over seven and a half total runs to be scored in this game, which then creates plus 110. That works for me. The, yeah. the O's, by the way, uh, in the last 10 games, batting 267. Now, it's not as if they're any sort of offensive juggernaut. They are not. But like you're saying, that they can run into it every once in a while. And so when the pitching isn't good, uh, you know, the Orioles do have some weapons. We've talked about guys like Ryan Mountcastle, who, if you are not aware, he has exactly one fewer RBI than Aaron Judge. Now, he's not Aaron Judge, but uh, he's not bad either. So guys like Mountcastle, uh, we've talked about Cedric Mullins a bunch, a slugging percentage on the year five. So he's really getting into it. Uh, it's not enough for Baltimore to win this game and say they're going to win this game. I'm not going to be that bold, but I love the idea of finding it. You know, the the seven and a half runs seems very, very reachable, especially because looking at that Yankees and about, oh, seven guys in the lineup can yep. go off for homers at any time. That's absolutely true. And you, you mentioned some really great players. You mentioned guys that are really good versus lefties for Baltimore. And I'm going to throw in one more. That's a great bargain play today on FanDuel. And that's Austin Hayes. Hayes is batting 302 with eight bombs off southpaws this year. So as I mentioned, Nestor Cortez given up a home run or more in each of his last five starts. And at that value, 2800 I'm willing to put some uh, money there on Hayes. So again, the Yankees, all of them I'm using in my, you know, 
different DFS stacks. DJ LeMayhew slugging 500 in 14 career bats versus Means. Void is slugging 714. And of course, how do you not love Aaron Judge, who's batting 315 versus lefties this year with 10 home runs and an OPS of 1,000. So I think this game's pretty loaded. I'm leaning towards the over, but I feel like the smartest bet is Yanks to win and over seven and a half run total. All right. Well, let's go south down to Tampa Bay, where Tampa Bay will be taking on the Minnesota Twins. The Twins, maybe one of the biggest disappointments this year in baseball, but they still have some talent. Tampa Bay, of course, a legit World Series contender. Absolutely. The Rays have put up the most runs in the league since the All-Star break. They've been absolutely phenomenal. And across the past two weeks, the Rays are batting 246 with 70 runs scored versus the Twins, who are batting 209 with only 39 runs scored. So they've nearly doubled them up, you know. But here's what's interesting. Both of these pitchers tonight... I feel like could get really knocked around. I mean, Randy Dobnek is just back from the IL. He was on the 60-day IL, and before he went on the IL, he had an ERA of over seven. Plus, he's really a reliever that's been converted into a starter, so we don't even know how long Dobnek is going to be able to go. And on the other side of this game, though the Rays are very heavily favored, if you bet the Rays to win, it's minus 200. Michael Walker gave up 11 hits and seven earned runs last time he faces the Twins on August 14th. So I do think that the Twins could get to Waka, who has an ERA of over five on this season. Hasn't been stellar. Um, so I'm not opposed to taking the Twins to win this one at plus 165. But if Ooh, I'm taking bold. probably, it is bold. It's a little bit bold, but you know, any given Sunday, That's, Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Baseball, yeah, any game, obviously. <laughs> One baseball game, yeah, you don't know. So probably, though, the safest bet is the over on nine total runs, and that's minus 110. All right. Well, that makes a lot of sense, too. I do like that. Uh, like I said, every time you bring in the twins, I like to mention Jorge Polanco for you DFS folks. And even maybe if you're talking for a guy to, you know, just get a hit, something like that. Polanco hitting 272, but he's got pop to 24 home runs. And as a shortstop for you DFS folks, uh, I always like sneaking him in in case you haven't paid attention to the twins because, um, well, they're almost 20 games under 500. So why? Would you? We're going to take a look at one more matchup. We'll do that in just a moment right here. Sticks and Stacks. Welcome back to Sticks and Stacks. My name is Sean Drotar. It's S-Drotar on Twitter. S-D-R-O-T-A-R. Jen Piacenti is at Jen Piacenti. P-I-A-C-E-N-T-I. Well, we don't talk about the Twins terribly often, but we definitely don't talk about the Colorado Rockies very often, and for good reason. They are on pace to perhaps be the worst road team in the history of baseball. That said, they have a Jekyll and Hyde thing. When they're at home in Coors Field, they're on pace to win 50. The Braves beat the Rockies by one last night in a 6-5 to five game that had a little bit of power in it. Now the over-under is exactly that, 11. What do you see when the Braves take on the Rockies tonight? Yeah, this is a really interesting game. So let's talk about the pitchers we have going tonight. First off, Sinzatella, he's been excellent at home. He's going for the Rockies. 3.89 ERA at home, and he's been excellent since the All-Star break with a 2.93 ERA. So that that's pretty interesting. And on the other side, we've got Huascar Yanoa, who's also been excellent with the 2.9 ERA on the season, and he's been especially dominant versus lefties. He's held them to a 1.63 ERA, so that means, you know, he may be able to, you know, fend off uh, Ryan McMahon. 
you know, which would be huge. Uh, now, Colorado's relievers, on the other hand, not so much. <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. No. no, I'm in Colorado. I know what that looks like. I'm, there's you're actually a danger of being hit by home runs. Just living any random place in Denver when the bullpen comes in. Absolutely. Um, but as you mentioned, the Rockies have been absolutely excellent at home. Both these teams are four and six in their last 10. It was a tight game last night. They hit exactly 11, but I'm looking at this. I'm taking the under 11 tonight due to the fact that I think these starters are going to have a little bit more control of the ball game. I still think it's probably going to get to nine or 10, but I, I'm going to hedge toward the under here at plus 115. I'm also willing to take the Rockies money line at plus 115, but probably my favorite bet in this game is taking both teams to score two or more runs in the first five innings, which is plus 100. Boy, that one seems like a, a no-brainer. So mm-hmm. when you uh, look at this one, obviously the, the Rockies, the, there's only two teams that have more home wins than the Rockies, believe it or not. The Rockies are 61-73, and 73, but only the White Sox and the Dodgers have more home wins. So on the money line, I like that as well. Uh, Noah's been a good pitcher, but he hasn't been an amazing pitcher. He hasn't been uh, throwing a lot, only 62 innings uh, on the year this year. Antonio Sensatella is a better pitcher than his 3-9 and nine record would indicate. The 4.18 ERA on the year, when you look at a pitcher course field, isn't bad. And his ERA in the last month has been under three. So he's a ground ball pitcher. I think they can keep the under there. And I do like the idea of the Rockies taking it. So that one makes sense to me tonight that these, this has been a good uh, setup. These are two interesting teams. The other one I'd say is if you feel like picking one player tonight to go off, you're just in the mood. It's a Friday. I want to pick one player. Take a look at CJ Crone. He, he was the National League Player of the Month. And you might be thinking, wait, was that that old guy from the Angels a couple years ago? Yes, it is. But he's had a career resurgence in Colorado, hitting 274 on the year, 25 home runs and 77 RBI. And his swing is tailor-made for Coors Field. Yes, it is. And I have CJ Crone in all of my DFS lineups, a little bit pricey over on FanDuel, but he's worth it. He makes Coors Field look like a little league ballpark. I think that was a fantastic acquisition for CJ Crone, for the Rockies to add CJ Crone. I want to mention also, there's a really fun play I just found on BetMGM, Sean. Um, There's a bet you can take. Juan Soto to record two or more RBI plus 550. Now, if you guys haven't noticed, Juan Soto is hot. He's been batting 341 and slugging 667 since the All-Star break. So that's for like six weeks now. He also has 10 bombs versus lefties this year. And I think he can get to Rich Hill or the Mets bullpen for that matter. So I'm putting some bets on Juan Soto, two plus RBI. That seems like uh, fairly achievable for him. Yeah, plus plus 550. That does seem like it. I like it. I like it. Throw a little on that one, too. Hey, it's a weekend. Have fun. It's a long holiday weekend. Let's go quickly through with the things that we've uh, taken a look at. Here's a recap. Give me your favorite single bet from each game, Jen. Baltimore at New York. Okay, my favorite bet from this game is Yankees to win and over seven and a half total runs scored in the game, which should yield you about plus 110. I love that one. I seven and a half. Sure. Bring that on Minnesota, Tampa Bay. All right. I'm going to say I'm going to take over nine total runs at minus 110, but I wouldn't be opposed to a risky play of the twins to win. If you want to go rogue at plus 165. And that was easy too. In case you don't want to get too complicated. Just there you go. Twins on the money line, Atlanta at Colorado. 
All right. This one is a tricky one. I do like the Rockies actually tonight, but the the best play, I think the smartest one is both teams to score two or more runs in the first five innings at plus 100. That one makes a lot of sense. I also like the Rockies on the money line. Mm -hmm. And like we pointed out, both of us, uh, CJ Crone, if you want to throw a dart for one player to knock one out of the park, uh, finding a guy who's red hot and in Coors Field is a pretty good place to start. So those make an awful lot of sense. Uh, This is what we do here on Sticks and Stacks, bring you a little 15 minutes. We'll get you in, get you out, get you a couple things to play. And we do that a couple times a week. Jen, thanks so much. We have a, a long holiday weekend coming up. I hope you enjoy it. Be safe. You too. Enjoy the rest. I hope you get some. All right. And uh, you, all of you listening as well, you can subscribe, of course, if you haven't. You can let your friends know if they haven't. We'll be happy to catch them as well. For Jennifer Piacenti, I'm Sean Drotar. We'll catch you next week right here on Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network.